Welcome to the only podcast powered by Unity. It's the This Game Wear podcast with me, Chris, and... Me, Ashley! Hello, everybody! Was that like a hands-around-the-world slash gaming <laughs> introduction? Gaming? It wasn't... Uh, it was a hands around the world sort of thing, wasn't it? It was like it was like <laughs> not not at all that Coke advert. Do you remember that Coke advert? Yeah. Well, I remember. Oh, you remember the yeah, remembrance was, was... of the Coke advert on Channel Four exactly. with the Talking Heads show? <laughs> That's legislated legislated nostalgia. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I read a book about the history of Coke about um, fifteen years ago. It was really interesting, uh, and it talked about it in there and the whole new Coke fiasco. Yeah, or Coke tab was it? Coke tab? There was new Coke. No idea. Uh, you know, it's totally off topic, so let's not let's not worry yeah, about yeah, it. Let's, let's skip that. No, I meant like, you know, because I've been playing games recently, and I, I spot at the start it says Powered by Unity, yeah. so I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll nick that for my intro. Right. Okay, cool. Excellent. Well done. Unity. Do right. you know how to use Unity? Do you know how to do anything in no Unity? No idea. No, it's hard. I find it very difficult. I've dabbled trying to sort of learn how to build games very basically. Uh, right. And it's I'm just not there. I'm not. I'm not tuned into it at all, and I find it very tedious and boring. Yeah, I've got a few friends that have made games, and yeah. uh, I, I completely take my hat off to them for mm. the patience and the, the wherewithal to, to use Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, did I even right. use Unity? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Which one was it? Okay. Was it the bull running game? Uh, maybe I was was thinking uh, Tappy Toits. Yeah, that was okay. definitely Unity. Tappy Toits. Anyone that wants to download Tappy Toits, it's on iPhone. It's on Android. Mushroom. Oh, and I'm mushroom. fairly sure yeah. they're not available anymore. Are they not actually. available? <laughs> oh, why is that? I don't think so. No. Uh, oh, no I idea. bet. I presume you have to pay for a license to publish or something. Maybe. Oh, that's a shame. Either way, they're, they're very good games if they're still available. We'll have to get the person that made them to put them back up so that we can send them his way, send our listeners his way. Definitely. Yeah. Make it topical and relevant. How are you? How are you? How are you? Well, I've got a bit of a cold, as you can maybe hear in my voice. I can definitely hear myself. So it seems the perfect time to introduce the game for this week because it's been chosen specifically for that reason. (laughs) Right. It's been chosen to cater to your cold. I could have summed this game up in one sentence, but you got it straight away, so I tried to be a bit crafty with this. I want to hear them both. Then do the right, do the well, crafty the, one and then the, do the yeah. Okay, it's this game where you compete against AI named after famous robots. It's a man sim, and you have to keep people happy and healthy. Oh right, okay. Theme hospital. Yes, well done. Yeah, do you, I didn't realize that the AI was ba- uh, named after famous robots. Yes, you got um. There's Holly from Red Dwarf. Do yeah. You, Deep Thought from Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy and Hal from 2001. Yeah, it's been so long since I played Theme Hospital that I don't, I didn't. So when do you, when do you choose the AI you play against? They're, they're just the, the name of the competing hospitals. They're the companies that run them. Yeah, I wasn't paying enough attention for that's that to even. Don't notice back in the day. No, that's oh. what I mean. So when I was playing, I clearly wasn't. So when I was playing this, I probably wasn't as au fait with those names as I as I maybe am now. Right. Okay. Anyway, so they maybe didn't register in that regard, but I also probably wasn't looking at the at the level of detail in the game in terms of the names of of the hospitals. I used to quite like so. looking at that that graph where it shows the, the the pie chart and the size of your pie sector, whatever it is, against the other uh, your people. market share. Yeah. 
and uh, yeah. looking at them quite in. You like the economics of this game. It was, I wanted to get a bigger bit of pie. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> one of the main driving thought forces behind man- management sims, isn't it? Maximizing. Yeah. So this is a game, similar uh, to Discworld, that I played at my uncle's house. He got this free with a PC in 1998. Ooh, look at yeah, him. check him out. So I played it at his and absolutely fell in love with it. So I borrowed it off him and I think I held on to it for uh, months and didn't give it back to him because I wanted to complete it. Have you ever completed this game? No, I haven't, but <gasps> Hannah has. Hannah right. definitely has. So this game for me is a background game. It's a game that I picked up a lot later on than than you'll have played it or even than Hannah will have played it. And it was like a catch-up session for me. I knew that Theme Hospital existed but i didn't get my hands on it till way later and by then i played multiple other management sims like in first and foremost roller coaster tycoon right one and two uh, they were they were really my go-tos for for this type of game at the time because you, you do like this game don't you you're, I, I oh yeah i yeah. really like it yeah, yeah i do i think i think it's a fun a fantastic um creation so so fun and funny hmm. i mean that both in terms of the systems that you're managing and messing around with in the game they've managed to make what is basically an economic problem very fun yeah, and definitely. very engaging and then on the surface they've also got this really nice uh, sense of very what i would consider very british sense of humor yeah yeah i've put that in my notes because I, I mentioned it a few mm. weeks ago with uh, dan and ben didn't i yes you did yeah so i i did manage to complete this game uh, but it took a very, very long time to do so. I think even years, possibly rather than months. And in the end, I found a bit of a hack to to complete it, which was putting the game on the slowest speed possible. Because then, when people arrived at the hospital with and he did this, I was then able to yeah. fire. Is that the firefighting? Is that the phrase? I was able to make sure the doctor was in the right, right uh, office or whatever. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. You could you could plan. Yeah, you plan around yeah. things as they happen the far easier because the they won't happen so quickly firefighting firefighting Thanks. just for you really no no the listeners probably aren't going to be interested in this but firefighting would be the opposite if you oh, put it up to the top right and you were so overwhelmed that you were just left to flounder and you you were just doing so what you could to stay afloat then? so that would be firefighting Water. loving taking it easy right. I was not taking it. gets very hard later on this game does. Oh, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, I can well imagine. Yeah. What was your favourite disease? Just in general or in theme hospital? To- topical question. <laughs> yeah, no. To- topical. We'll take both. I think floaty head has to be uh, my favourite. It's it's so it's the it's classic, classic yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say I was going to say the same. What else was there though? So let give me a reminder because. Uh, um, so well, let's just explain I, the game a little bit for anyone who hasn't played it. Oh yeah, go on. So go for it, yeah. The game came out of the PC in March 1997, and I can remember there was a big marketing push for it. I remember going to Debate Smith's, and they had a, a standee for it, like a little cardboard cutout of the character, which oh. I, didn't really happen much for games back then, I don't think. So that was something that I remember thinking, oh, that's, that's cool. So basically, it's a man sim. You're in charge of a hospital, and they've, they've done it in terms of, as you've said, the, the economics. Rather than being an NHS model, we've just got to make the hospital uh, float, basically. You've got to, maybe some levels, it's making it the most profitable some levels you've got to mm. manage patient happiness but generally it's just making hospitals as good as possible you go throughout in in terms of placing different rooms to uh, deal with different diseases or ailments uh, you're placing benches kit cat vending machines radiators to keep 
uh, patience. Kit Kat. Mm. Do you remember machines. the vending machines had the what, big like, Kit Kat logo on? No, 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 no. So assume, assume when we're talking about this that I don't remember because that is the general right sense uh, of things for me right now. Like it is a long time since I played this game, and I, I'm describing it okay so far. You, you oh yeah, absolutely. Up. Nothing. Not, yeah, I just okay. don't remember. I remember that there were vending machines. I didn't remember that they were Kit Kat vending machines. Yeah. Why Kit Kats? Yeah. And was it actually like I've an official endorsement? It was the same. The Kit Kat logo is a very specific colour of red, isn't it? Yes. Like we think, yeah. think actually think about mm. red. It, it's not quite the same colour. It's a more like orangey colour, which made me think, or oh, did they maybe not get the license? But they must have done because it was the Kit Kat logo, just orangey rather than it red. It was the exact same logo as Kit Kat. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. They, they must have paid for that. Some Someone must have paid for that. That must be some yeah. kind of sponsorship. Presumably, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, no, I don't remember that at all. That's cool. The only thing that would make it cooler was if it was uh, Pink Wafers. Instead of Kit Kats, that would have been <laughs> oh, even better. Oh, come on. Even more British. Kit Kats are far better. I don't mean in terms of quality of product. I mean, you know, in terms Britishness. of aesthetic of the game and making it more British, I think Pink Wafers. I was going to say Blue Digestive, but uh, that's not a, a brand, is it? What no, is it? McFitties. Yeah. Pink Wafers. Pink Wafers aren't a brand either, are they? I'm I'm talking bollocks as always. Yeah, Carry on, Chris. I won't interrupt you again. Oh, they're not vile. <laughs> What's wrong with you? A pink wafer is vile. That's Mealy like saying a unicorn like a, is vile. With like a little slathering of tasteless cream in the middle. It's no such a strange you. concoction, isn't it? Yeah. They, they look like they should dry your mouth out with one bite, but they <laughs> they they sort of turn a little bit creamy and a little bit crunchy. Mm. Pink wafers, man. Nah. And then within the hospital, you've got to employ different staff types, so a psychologist or psychotherapist, whichever one it is, and research staff who then research new equipment you have nurses who work in the pharmacy and in the wards um yeah that's have i described the game well enough there i think i think so yeah it's a you, you take over hospital and you manage it and you try and do the best with it yeah as, as you can so i was alluding to one of the main mechanics of the game obviously with hospitals comes disease and yeah. the diseases in this game they're not the diseases they're not real world diseases so no, one of well, them is bloaty head just on that note the team, when they were started developing this game, they visited various British hospitals for research, and one of their concerns was, obviously, this is a sequel to Theme Park. Mm. Theme Park was the, the first game, then they, you know, from yeah. Theme Park to Theme Hospital. I'm not really sure what the the leap was from that, but, you know, to go from developing, managing theme parks to developing hospitals is quite a yeah. big... Managing so, fun to managing disease, yeah. that was the leap they took. and. One of the team's main worries was that in real life, hospitals are very drab compared to theme parks, which I think is, is a valid concern. That's a fair observation, yeah. And they also initially wanted to use real world diseases, but they decided to go for made up ones because it would give them more creative freedom mm, and because yep. also games are escapism. If you're then playing a game where there's, you know... A man walks in with gonorrhea exactly. and he's dripping from in between his legs. And the player is playing it also suffering from gonorrhea and dripping between their legs. It might give them a bit of, oh, actually, yeah, maybe I get this checked out. So that was one of the reasons why they went for these made-up diseases. I think it's it's much better, though. Like, the bloaty head and slap tongue is sort of what jumps to mind. Like, if they had kept it real, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as fun. No, not at all. So if people had been walking in and going and, and you were diagnosing cancer every five minutes, yeah. the pace of the game as well wouldn't wouldn't have fitted in with that even because you, you get enough people through your door that 
if you were constantly being told this person has this debilitating disease, this person's going to die of cancer, this person's going to this and that, um, it just would have been a it would have been a whole different game. It would have been a it nightmare would. scenario. Yeah. <laughs> just a slow march of death. Yeah, grim. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if someone's gonna die of bloaty head, you can sort of divorce yourself from it a little bit yeah, more. Exactly. Yeah. So a smart choice. Do you want to remind the listeners of how to cure bloaty head then? You pop their head, don't you? You put them in yeah. in like a head de, uh, de what would you call it? De, um, it's a de inflation. Yeah. yeah you yeah. see, I told I told you Hannah's got this down pat. At, so Hannah, one of the questions that Chris asked. You're on mic, by the way. You're live with Big Brother. Don't say fuck up. Okay? Yeah, you're live. <laughs> you're live. You're live on Big Brother. Did you ever complete Theme Hospital? So Hannah didn't complete Theme Hospital. Do you remember well. what the hospitals were called? No. You see, you're you're the weird one. Paying um, attention to all this stuff. I mean, it, it's paying you back in dividends because you you clearly knew that you were going to start a podcast that you had to talk about <laughs> it. But I didn't know about it, and Hannah didn't know about it, and she was deeper, far deeper than I was into into the theme hospital world. I think when I was playing this, like 1998, it was when I was really deep into my Simpsons obsession. So being a big fan of the Simpsons, it rewards you with those little nods to films and references. Yep. So mm-hmm. I was quite aware of that. Yeah, I I can see how that might be the case. You you're a couple of years older than us as well, aren't you? Yeah, myself and my wife. So maybe there's that element to it as well. Ninety seven, I was nine and you were eleven, and actually yeah. that's quite a that's quite a boundary moment, isn't it? Because that would have put you in secondary school yeah. and me in primary school. So there is a there is an actual yeah. There's a big change in the way that you approach um, pop culture at that yeah, age. Definitely. I think. Interesting, yeah. a bit of psych there. Very very pop pop psych. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it, thanks. Good, I'm glad. So yeah, bloaty head is the one that springs to mind, and I asked you what diseases, what did they have? The ones I can remember, because when you get later on the game, there's obviously so many, there was one uh, where people came in, basically like Bigfoot, and they were they were zapped with a, a electrolysis to, to zap mm-hmm. all the hair off them. There Was was there one alien... with clowns, or am I remembering that from a That's different version? Two Point Hospitals, clowns, yes. which I will talk about later on. Uh, slap tongue, I mean, bloaty head is one of the more famous ones because visually it's quite a, a grim illness but also it's the first level has bloaty head yeah slap tongue is the second one which is where say that slap, again slap tongue is in the second level which slap where people, tongue oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a yeah. huge tongue sticking out of their mouth yeah. basically they they place it in a mangle like a really victorian mangle and then turn the handle <laughs> right okay and the tongue comes out i don't remember that carry on really oh yeah. do you remember uh king complex no so this is one that I'm going to enjoy the... getting stuck into this. Yeah, I can tell. This is one that required Anna, the... Anna is hearing you. King complex. Psychiatrist needed. Psychiatrist. Also, I was wrong with psych- psychologist, psych- psychiatrist. Yeah, uh, psychiatrist uh, is the, the people dressed up as Elvis with the quiff and everything. And oh, the... yes, I do remember that. Yeah, they're, they're told I actually do a... remember that. Yeah, and they are yeah. cured of their belief that they're Elvis. So the general gameplay loop, again to try and elucidate a little bit for anyone that hasn't played it. You you get these people in, they come in with these diseases like King Complex, Bloaty Head and so on. You have to send them for diagnosis in one room, which yep. you have to have built. You then send them, they get diagnosed and you get told what treatment they need. And then depending on what that is, they will go to a different room for treatment. And those those treatment rooms are themed. So there is, there is the de-bloater and there is or the de-inflator and there is the psycho psychiatric sorry psychiatrist couch and so on it seems to have both of us at that doesn't it it seems to yeah <laughs> the hospital administrators will contact you through fax machine which i think will date it quite significantly as well and you get yeah. situations where 
invisibility, for example, is something where you see people walk around with a, a bowl hat and I think a cane, and that's, yeah. that's the way to see them. And that's mm. cured by the, the pharmacy. And you might get things where we're 77% sure what strand it is. Do you want to press ahead? Do you want to wait, get the patient mm. to wait for further diagnosis? Or do you want to just take a risk on a cure? I always took a risk on a cure regardless, uh, which did mean <laughs> that sometimes people died and, and uh, the Grim Reaper appears in your hospital and uh, sort of weighs his scythe near them and then they go up to heaven. Yeah. Which, again, going back to what you've just said, it brings that whole, the realism of a hospital, but done in quite a tongue-in-cheek, funny way. But it's still, obviously, that is something that can happen in hospitals and happens in this game. Yeah, it's it's sufficiently... It's sufficiently removed. Yeah, it's sufficiently far yeah. removed from reality to make it palatable. So there's a game called Project Hospital as released sort of similar sort of time to Two Point Hospital. Do you know Project Hospital? No, I don't. So that's a slightly more real-world... Um, as far as I understand, I've only played it for about an hour, uh, so I'm not well stuck into it, but it's a far more realistic take on the hospital simulation genre. Right. So it would, if we were equipped to compare the two, that would be quite interesting because we're talking about Theme Hospital divorcing itself from the real world in order to save the people playing it from feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But Project Hospital doesn't do that, I don't think. I think you are actually diagnosing real world stuff. Mm. I'm not keen on that. It would take a very deft hand in development to be able to manage that yeah. and present it in such a way as to make it palatable, I would say. Yeah, and I who's agree. to say whether the, the developers do or don't have that hand? It would only come out in the playing, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, no, it's interesting to, to mention that because that's something I wasn't aware of at all. Mm. I wish I'd played it a little bit more before this episode now. Never mind. Oh, well. <laughs> do you know the company who made this game? Bullfrog. Yeah, so Bullfrog founded by... Is it Infograms? Founded by Peter Molyneux. Oh, sorry. I thought... Sorry. Sorry, I thought you meant Umbrella. Stuff. Yes. So I, I had forgotten that, but now it, you remind me. Yes, Peter Molyneux. So an interesting character in the yeah. gaming world. And actually, probably somewhat contentiously, one of my favourite characters in the gaming world. I actually, no, I think I'd agree with that. I actually really enjoy him as a person, <laughs> if I can say that. Before this game came out, the company had been Magic Carpet, Popular, Syndicate and Theme Park, all of which are brilliant games. And then Theme Hospital as well. Then Dungeon Keeper. So Peter Molyneux kind of helped with the groundwork for this game, but then he didn't really have a hand with the development of it because he was developing mm. Dungeon Keeper, and that was his, right. his baby. Another and that's big. a brilliant game. Apparently so. I've not played it. So Oh, man. Dungeon Keeper is brilliant. How have you not played that? I should play it. I apologise. Oh, we'll, we'll I, I will give that. myself 30 gaming lashes. <laughs> With a SNES controller lead. Gaming flagellation. Like the monk in the Da Vinci Code. Exactly like the monk in Da Vinci Code, yeah. Always creeped me out that did when he went off and flagellated himself in a room, just a bit yeah. weird. So, my only experience of Magic Carpet is in a very specific and limited way. Have you any idea where in pop culture, certainly British pop culture, Magic Carpet might have raised its head on a regular, very regular basis? Not a clue. It's the only time I've ever heard Magic Carpet. I know the game Magic Carpet. I'd seen the game Magic Carpet, but the only place I'd seen it as a child was on Neighbours. Did you know that? No. So, right. So, I hate soap operas, and I hated them even more as a child, but Neighbours was the only soap opera that uh, I could palate, I could stomach in any way. My favourite character is Toadie, or or was Toadie. My second favourite set of characters were the Kennedys. Right. The family Kennedy and their children had a PC in the 90s, which was un- 
unheard of, or not not unheard of, but un, not the usual. And the game that they used to play on it all the time was Magic Carpet, and they would <laughs> sort of they like would name check thing. the game. Well, I wondered, uh, I wondered after the fact when you said it just then, whether there was some kind of marketing deal in place Maybe. with Bullfrog to to market Magic Carpet on neighbours, which is a very strange little niche. If we go back to Transport Tycoon, the episode on that, you said about an Australian lady that gave you her PC. Yep. And she was your neighbour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> that, that somehow there's some sort of link. <laughs> Between PCs and, and the Australians and neighbours. And neighbours. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something there. Maybe I'm on my own version of the Truman Show. Yeah. And that is one of the very strange themes that they've decided to weave throughout my life, perhaps. Maybe. There was also Populous. Yeah, so Populous I owned on the SNES. Did not realise at the time that it was a Peter Molyneux game. Mm. Didn't realise at the time that it was the forerunner of like real-time strategy games. And it took me, because I didn't have the manual, it was a second-hand game, took me a long time to learn how to even play it. Took me, actually, have you seen Populous? Uh, it's, again, it's a game I've played around a, a friend's house, but never really got stuck into myself. Okay, so I won't, I won't get stuck into it, because it will be a future episode. But it's going to be an interesting, it'll be an interesting episode. Syndicate? Syndicate. Nope, don't know. And Theme Park, which obviously is So amazing. Theme Park is the other one that I um, was very familiar with prior to, prior to playing Theme Hospital. And is fantastic. Yeah, it is. I prefer Theme Hospital. Right. That's the more important question for the episode. But the more important question for the world is Rollercoaster Tycoon or Theme Park? Rollercoaster Tycoon. Absolutely. Without a question. And it's a shame because so many people missed Rollercoaster Tycoon and Mm. played Theme Park. I think because Theme Park was quite quite prominent around the release of the PlayStation. Well, it came out, Theme Park came out on the, the SNES and Mega Drive. It was one of those games that yeah. was on everything. So Yes, yes, it was, yeah. But uh, in terms of it coming to the PlayStation, uh, maybe maybe I'm just pro, um, projecting, but certainly in my world, the PlayStation and, and Theme Park were very, very linked, and everybody that had a PlayStation was talking about Theme Park in the early days. No? Right. Didn't no, experience that. No, not it was at all. theme park and the Tyrannosaurus Rex demo. Those were the things in our. You don't even remember. You don't remember, remember the, the, t- pro- the T Rex demo. demo. No. It was pretty cool. So you had a T Rex that you could walk around and make it open its mouth, and if you played a if you played music in the background, you could make it sing. <laughs> and it was a it was like a hyper realistic T Rex. And he had complete control. Honestly, I tell you the truth. I'll On the PlayStation show you it. One. Honestly, you would be surprised. Okay. I've probably polished it up in my memory. Yeah, I think you but have. Honestly, Those old it was rose like tinted glasses. It was like watching Jurassic Park. That's how good yeah. it was. Yeah, sure. Where the where the dinosaurs could sing. So we should we should probably get stuck into a bit of theme park, shouldn't we? we I'm well up for I, it. I've got so much more to talk about this game, but we'll we'll come back to it afterwards. Well, if it's a slightly longer episode than normal, it's a slightly longer episode than normal. That's my view. Before we go into it, do you remember the cheat? No, of on course the fax I don't. Machine. Nope, go on. Okay, so when a fax machine popped up with like a message saying whatever, there was a certain number you could type in and then press uh, the send button on the fax machine. And was then, it 8008135? Then... No. Oh, okay. No. I don't know what the number refers to, actually. But then when you... You can then press different buttons to like, give yourself more money or other call the rooms. Or, okay. uh, and um, the receptionist would then say, the hospital administrator is cheating. This hospital is run by a cheat. And that always <laughs> made me laugh. So that's, I will let you know what the good. code is when, when we're in the game itself. Lovely. Thank you very much. I'm definitely going to cheat.
hospital administrator has finished cheating. We're back in. Why have you told people already? I, hang on, I haven't told anyone anything. That's your chip oh, on I've your just shoulder. I've ruined it for myself then, haven't I? Yep. Damn it. I wasn't even good at cheating, was I? I was really bad at that game. Well. I don't know what's gone on. I don't remember being as bad at it when I played it before. But I just, I didn't even do the first level. I mean, you and were, I had to restart that. You were getting quite distressed and I was trying to give you help, but I, I've never actually failed the first level. I was it away, wasn't I? Yeah, so I, d- I didn't know what to offer to help. Well, I was finding it very confusing because it's my own fault. I, I was trying to rush and I didn't read my criteria for completing the level wow. at the beginning. So I was trying to get past the first level quickly and in doing so was confusing myself and then I couldn't find in the game where to where to check what my objectives were. It's the tortoise and the hare, isn't it? I found that in the last five minutes of playing. So it does exist. It was just user error. Yeah. You were much better. Well, thank you. You just banged it out like it was no thing. <sighs> That's my style. <laughs> no, it's not. So, that's the opposite of your style so usually your style is fumble around until something good happens that's that's what i would say your style is if i was gonna characterize it gaming style not lifestyle yeah thank you for that bit of clarity there but i just think that's because of over familiarity i know that game like the back of my hand so i was able to just uh bosh it out done and then Mm. be entertained by you being the complete polar opposite was it entertaining or was it not if i was watching me as someone that knew the game like the back of my hand i think i would have been doing a sad in the corner i I just found it bewildering i could not fathom how you were doing so badly at it (laughs) well the thing that got me stuck in the end because i didn't get past the first level it took me it took me what have we do an hour and a half to not get past the first level yeah um or, or thereabouts the reason ended up being that I'd I didn't have any kind of reputation as a hospital, and that's probably because I was <laughs> I was cycling through my staff like no like no tomorrow because every time someone got sad and wanted more money, I just let them quit and replace them. And they had patients being sick in the corridors, and they were sick in the corridors that had piled up so high and been there so long that it'd taken on sentience and was talking to my patients <laughs> as they as they waited in the long queues. And the vomit itself was seeking treatment. A couple of times it came in to ask for treatment. We had to chase it out with a brush. But that was a problem because my janitors had already quit and they they took their brushes with them. So, And then you were surprised at how your hospital's reputation was so low. To be honest, I was surprised that it, it was at 100. <laughs> I was wondering why, who was, who was looking at my hospital going, yeah, that is my kind of hospital. It was, you know, there was someone out there rating my hospital. I When I found my objectives... At the end, in the last five minutes of playing, I also found how many people had been to my hospital and how many, what percentage of them I'd cured. And in order to win that first level, you have to have cured 40% of people that visit your hospital. I was on 7%. Good grief. So really scraping the bottom of the barrel and somebody out there was being extremely charitable and still rating me enough <laughs> to give me a rating of 100 Bad times, bad yeah, times. It's bad a good times. job that I'm not in charge of hospitals is what yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm taking from that. So the hospital that I actually built was fairly bare bones as well. Um, I just had a GP. Um, I had a de-bloating machine and a ward with one bed, which again, doesn't sound like the NHS. 
a single room with a single bed and a nurse on on call to that one single patient in that bed. Careful. Never going to happen. It's going to be a bit of I've got news for you territory there. It's like I'm talking to me in his lot. Does it really? <laughs> okay. You've gone satirical. Oh, dear. No, I didn't mean to. Sorry, I'll put it away. All right. It's away. And you had rats in your hospital too, didn't you? I did. You said that like... Ec- ec- like really excited. Yeah. And what else yeah. was terrible about your hospital? Well, did you? You had shoot, rats. Did you shoot any of them? No, I couldn't. I couldn't catch them. When they scurry across the floor, your your cursor, which is a syringe, which is pretty cool, yeah, uh, turns, turns into, into like, like a little crosshairs, and you can shoot them. Yes. And yeah, if and you shoot enough of them in a level, it unlocks a little rat shooting mini game. Yes. So the replacement for that, I'm reliably informed, in Two Point Hospital is shooting uh, mustaches. Oh. Sorry. I've been re- I've been reminded, re-reminded, unibrows, shooting unibrows. Why? Run around your hospital. No idea. No idea at all. They're not sentient. No, they're not. I don't well, understand. they are. This is the problem. I don't understand. I don't mm. understand either. But there you go. Rats are better. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Rats are better. Yeah. Yes. Than unibrows. I couldn't catch my rats to shoot because I was playing the game in order to try and speed things along. I was playing the game on the fastest setting, which meant that the rats were like bullets themselves, just scooting around my hospital. They were basically in charge along with the sick. So, <laughs> just to further compound your problems. Hmm. So, what yeah. do you like about the game? I, I I really liked the game. I I have no bones about saying that at all. It looks really nice, and we had a, a little chat about that while we were mm-hmm. playing, didn't we? And it's a very simplistic style, very simple style, at least as far as we're concerned. Now, it might not have been so much then, and it compares very favorably, I feel, to Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yeah, like I actually think it looks nicer. Yes, I agree. Um, with that. And and more swish and polished. But the graphics don't need to be amazing, do they, for this type of game? But actually, for what it is, they are pretty good graphics. I personally really like yeah. the character design, the way the characters are quite squat and chunky. I think they look great. Yeah, they're, they're very stylized and, and cartoonish hmm. in what they created, for, especially for those uh, character models. So the bloaty headmen, they had like a shininess to their heads yeah. that gave them a th- not just a 3D look, but also like a, a plasticky... What I would compare it to is the style that they went for with w- um, Wind Waker, the Wind Waker remake that's okay. sort of like that um, plasticky, clay, chunky toy sort Link's, of feel. Link's Awakening remake. Yeah, yeah, Link's Awakening. I'm a bad man. Gordon Bennett. It's because I'm flustered for some reason, having failed to to keep anyone alive. Uh, yeah, so Link's Awakening, that the new remake of Link's Awakening that took that claymation mm. sort of toyy, plasticky style. There's actually a, a like a little suggestion of that, I would say, in this. I've never thought that before, but it, it's like a toy set. Are you so you were playing on low res mode, weren't you? Yeah. And I had it on high res mode, and when you high when you res it up, as the kids say these days. Yeah, that's all they say. Yeah, they do. I've heard them. I think it was a kid. Uh, it might have been me. I don't know. When it's in high res mode, the lines are a lot sleeker and less. It's less blocky, right. so you can see that detail a little bit more, and and the characteriness. Sorry, the cartoonishness of those patients in particular really pops mm-hmm. in a way that it probably doesn't if you're playing it low res mode. But you were doing that for nostalgic reasons, I guess. Yeah. Well, also because the version I've got on high res mode doesn't it, the, the the mouse doesn't quite work properly it's very stuttery and it was very difficult to play so i, I ah. realized by turning it into low res mode it was it was fine i'm not really sure what the deal is with that no that yeah. sounds a bit odd but never mind so 
the version that I had was for from Good Old Games for anybody that would like to purchase. It's it's even at full price, it's very very cheap, and it does go down according to is there any deal? It's been down as low as sixty nine p. So and that's grab it while it's cheap on Origin, which is currently four pounds twenty five. And yeah, again according to that website, it's been free on Origin. So it has been free on Origin. The go. only caveat to that is at time of recording, Origin is being phased out. Oh, I believe okay. so. EA Origin will maybe be no more. You just uh, access EA games through other platforms. So there is that. So the game is available for free on this website. It does have the caveat: please only download. Please only download if you have the original copy of the game. You know. Yes. So we. I, I mean, I. I can't speak to the legality of that, whether it's legal or not. I, my understanding is that if you've got a copy of a game, if you've got a legitimate copy of a game, then you are allowed to make a. You are allowed to have a reproduction of the yes, game in right. order for backup purposes. So presumably, it's it's operating under that kind of yeah. scheme, if you want to call it that. It depends on how comfortable you are with that as to where you go. So it's available on Good Old Games for a reasonable sum. And if you want, if you do already own the game, then it is available to you in what is probably a reasonable and legitimate way on themehospital.co.uk. And that's the version you are using. Yes, it is, yeah. Which didn't have the intro, which I was a little bit sad about. I had to watch the intro on YouTube because the intro is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, okay. So if you want the full-fledged game that has been polished up a little bit to, to work fairly seamlessly, then you probably want to go for good old games. Mm-hmm. If you want one that's a little bit rough around the edges but um, but works for gameplay purposes, um, maybe with a few niggles, then themehospital.co.uk is where to go. I just want to quickly mention before we move on from talking to things that we may be didn't like quite so much i really like the music of this game it's it's like um wavs almost isn't it yeah yeah but it's it's they're so bouncy Mm, absolutely the the whole sound design everything that goes on uh, sound wise is is pretty cool you can actually hear so this is pretty gruesome and i i heard it multiple times but you can hear the people as they throw up you also have the I, th- I can't remember if you mentioned her in the first half but you have the announcer mm. on the tannoy that is saying various different interesting odd things one of the fun well i thought it was funniest but i might have a niche i might have niche taste uh that one of the funny th- one of the funniest things that she said was uh dr jekyll to the psychiatrist room please uh, which i thought was pretty funny i liked uh, patients reminded not to die in the corridors that's my favorite yeah that's always a good one yeah. um and I did a bit of cheating at the end just for, for the fun of it. And she says, what is it? The hospital administrator is cheating. The hospital administrator is cheating. Uh, you so, felt shame at that, didn't you? Yeah, because I was mashing. I, it was quite an interesting little psychological experiment. I was mashing uh, shift and C, which gives you an extra 2,000 for each press. And every single time you press shift and C to get an extra mm. 2,000, she says that line. So it was, and I was really hammering it. And it was queuing up these these uh, <laughs> strings. And so she was saying over and over again on the loop, the hospital administrator is cheating. And it got to a point where I'd stopped pressing control C and she just kept saying it and kept <laughs> saying it, really hammering home just how how bad I was um, as a human being for cheating. So it felt quite, quite damning to be subjected to that. I won't lie. No, that's fair. That always made me laugh when she did that, but I, I can completely see the remorse side of it. Mm, absolutely. So there were things that I didn't like about the game, Chris. I'm sorry mm. to say, because I know that... You, so what did you say before I tell you what I didn't like so much? What do you mean? You, you said 
while we were playing, you said that there's only there's only really one thing that I can think of that is a is a yeah. negative on the game. Everything else is perfect. So it crossed my mind while playing about the lack of representation within the game and also the gender roles that everything is pigeonholed into, which I mm. suspect is probably indicative of the time it was developed. But equally, I think probably wouldn't have taken too much work to circumvented. So in the game, you can employ four different staff types, doctors, nurses, handymen, or receptionists. And even then just say handyman, I've had a little bit of a twinge, is that the right phrase? Because you said the word janitor earlier, which to me is American, but I, I, I don't know. But doctors are all male, the nurses are all female, the handymen, as the name would suggest, all men, and mm. the receptionists are all female. Mm. And there's no, there's nothing beyond that at all. And when you get VIPs... The VIPs, come, yeah. When you get VIPs come to visit the hospitals, so they have little stuff around like an inspector and then they give you a report based on how good or bad your hospital is and if it's good they get like a bit of a bonus uh the vip is a it reminds me of the mr moneybags from monopoly yes yeah, yeah he did look the, like that with the top hat and the, the white mustache and again it's just it's it's one man who looks around well I, i'm yeah. sure an elderly white man yeah a rich elderly white man yeah now, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have jumped out quite so starkly for me if my first vip hadn't have been called lawrence nightingale mm-hmm. which is a replacement for florence nightingale who is one of the biggest if you if you can use the word celebrities um one of the most famous one of the I'll, I'll put it in a slightly different way yeah. one of the most famous uh medical personalities ever yeah and she's a female role model mm-hmm. and they've painted her out of the game by replacing her with an old white rich man yeah and i'm sure that wasn't intentional so that is the thing it wasn't intentional i don't think no i i reckon that the probably the decision making process there was well we've got these vips coming to the hospital and we've got this one single asset that can mm-hmm. represent them all and he's an he's an old rich white man yeah we don't really want to have to do the work to make other assets to represent other people such as women or old rich black men or any other iteration of of a vip that you could think of yeah um so they 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 simplified things mm. they, they made allusions to people like florence nightingale as lawrence nightingale but there were probably fewer cares given about it in the 90s when it was released mm. but equally doesn't make it any better no no the uh, the lack of representation and actually the removal of representation. Yeah. Well, you, you in order to simplify things. And you noticed the race representation as well. Well, that was the first thing that jumped out at me when I was hiring. So it seems pretty obvious and stark and strange that when you go in to hire a... The first thing that I did was hire a receptionist. When you go in and hire a receptionist, there are these pictures of ladies, again, for... for for a start so all the receptionists are female but they also have black characteristics in they look like black women in the, the, the little image it, where, where they can hide yeah there's from. a little there's yeah. a little photograph of each of the pr- prospective staff members and they look some of them look like black women some of them look like white women and but when you hire them they all default to a white blonde lady mm-hmm. which seems a little bit bad it wouldn't seem so bad if they didn't represent their characters in the hiring list as diverse and then yeah. swap them out in the actual game for a blonde, a white blonde lady. 
it, it makes itself questionable because it replaces people. If it didn't give you the options, that wouldn't be ideal either. Like if you had, see, so when you're hiring doctors, if you you do have black, white, and Asian doctors available to hire, but then when you actually place them in your game, they default to either a black doctor or a white doctor. Mm-hmm. So the Asian doctors become white doctors. Mm. If they had opted not to not to have Asian doctors in the hiring pool, well, that is one kind of bad. But at least then you're not replacing a, an Asian a, a, an apparently Asian doctor with a white character model, yeah. which seems worse in my head. I don't know if I think it's worse. I, I think that's suspect worse. so. Yeah, it feels like white white erasure. You know, not the band. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification, because I'm, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in straight to that. Yeah, I bet it did. <laughs> I know you. Um, so, yeah, there, there were some some niggles there. And I don't for one moment think that anyone was sat there going, let's let's stoke the, no. let's stoke racial tensions. <laughs> it feels of its time, I think. And to Yeah, but hospital, that's like saying my granddad, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think every, we are tempted a lot of the time to give the benefit of the doubt to people. And I'm, I, I'd like to extend it to the game. And I am extending it to the game and the developers. It just feels like a real bad... Oversight. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So Two Point Hospital was developed by a company called Two Point Studios. It came out in 2018. This studio was founded by three people who were from Bullfrog, two of whom worked on Theme Hospital. Mm. So from 20 years prior yeah um, which i hadn't actually realized before yeah. you told me that mm. well it's basically two-point hospital is exact two-point hospital is theme hospital 2 isn't it yep. it's, yeah it, it is it, it takes every single part of the game and just replicates it in a 3d environment and any little niggles anything that you think well, actually maybe that should be improved it's been improved like it is mm. the best version of theme hospital it is absolutely brilliant and as far as I'm aware, the things that we have talked about are rectified in Two Point Hospital. So a few weeks ago, Two Point Hospital was free of, on Steam just for the weekend. So I downloaded it and played it for a couple of hours. And I remember thinking while playing it, there was a male receptionist. And I thought, oh, mm. that's good. And there were female doctors and there were male nurses. Mm, that's interesting because it, it's not something... So this is interesting as well because when i've played two-point hospital i've played i've played more than a couple of hours of it we we've got it and it's it's well played it never jumped out at me the inclusion oh, really? if it is there as you say yeah in in such a stark way as the exclusion as mm. with theme hospital so that's quite interesting beyond that issue as well the two-point hospital just takes theme hospital and polishes it right up like a like a lovely gemstone it's it's a really good iteration yeah. and building on the foundation of Theme Hospital. It surprises me. In in fact, it shocks me that Theme Hospital, it's taken so long to yeah. get to the point where there is any kind of successor to Theme Hospital because it's such a it's such a well loved game for a start mm. and it was it was fairly successful as I as I understand. Four it. million copies sold on PC. Massive. It was ported to the PlayStation 1. They started developing it for the Saturn, but cancelled it. Uh, probably Understandably. Just <laughs> yeah. Two-point hospital, which is my, my trivia before we move on from that, is it has a disease in that, which was going to be included in the theme hospital, but they cut it for space reasons, I assume. Uh, mm. Animal magnetism. So animal magnetism is a disease where there's an animal stuck to the person and they have to yeah. pr- prize it off. That was going to be in the theme hospital, you know, mm. 22 years or what, whatever. They retain all of that sense of humour mm. uh, stuff. So you just mentioned about how you were surprised there was never a sequel. I thought the same thing. So I did a bit of digging into what Bullfrog did in terms of theme games after this. Mm. 
Theme Park World came out November 1999 yep. and Theme Park Inc. came out in January 2001. Did you play either of them? I've played Theme Park World. I don't mm, remember yeah, Theme Park too. Inc. No, if I played it, I don't remember it. If I remember rightly, Theme Park Inc. was just a PC and I think it was fairly budget, I believe. Okay, right. 2001. And I, I would have been super interested in it, so I don't really know why I wouldn't have played it. I think it's interesting as well that Theme Park, they then basically made two sequels to that and then that was that. Nothing for Theme Hospital. They developed yeah. a game called Theme Aquarium, which was only released on the PS1 in Japan. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then they mooted the possibilities of Theme Resort, Theme Prison, Theme yeah. Ski Resort, and Theme Airport. But right, them... all games that have had some form of management simulation mm. success as well. So like a theme version of those, yeah, one with this Britishness yeah. and etc. But none of them ever bore any fruit. So yeah, yeah it was two point hospital. Shame, really. Yeah, it's been so long. It's been so long between the two. Mm. Very strange. In terms of things being cut from the game, this game did have a little bit of aftercare in terms of things that were available for it as patches. There was a multiplayer patch released for it. Right. Yep. I think. I think in... I knew that. I think it's like a LAN party, so you can play f- with four mm. four people simultaneously with lots of cables, I think. There was also pregnancy. Did you ever know about this? No. So, you know when you... As a disease? Well, yeah, I mean, disease in inverted commas. You know oh, when dear. you, in the hospital, I mean, maybe not yours as a best example with your track record with this. When you research a new disease, it comes up with this fax machine thing where it says about, like, the... Here's the name, here's what's caused it, and and so on. So for pregnancy, the cause of it, it says power cuts in urban areas. (laughs) Right, okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a slightly strange position in in so much as I don't really have any reason not to say to people to play this game. But equally, I I have quite a big reason to tell people not to play this game. And the the reason is Two Point Hospital. Mm. That really does seem to hang over Theme Hospital these days as a as a huge shadow because it is just it's Theme Hospital polished up and done well, done even better, in yeah. fact. It's probably the better way. Because despite the fact that I was terrible at it today, I've got a significant way into the game prior previously and I, I know it's good and I still have an affection for it even though I wasn't playing it when it came out. I was playing it a, a while after. Something we discussed while we were playing the game is you queried whether I was loving it so much because I just have those good memories of it, and maybe that's a fair criticism. Yeah, I wonder whether the nostalgia is is what's driving people's enjoyment of it. Because my my wife is the same uh, as you. She plays it. She loved it. She played it voraciously when she was younger, and I think could happily sit down and play it now without feeling any of the obstacles that the game throws up. Because actually it is fairly opaque in the way that it presents itself. Definitely. Which is one of my issues with it. Even in so much as like it's giving you a little heads up, but the heads up are just popping up in the bottom left-hand corner and they don't really, you don't really get told that there's going to be little buttons popping up to to press to guide you through what's happening in the game. So yeah, yeah, there there are little foibles, little idiosyncrasies to the game that in in the time, at the time that it was made would have been fairly standard practice, standard protocols that these days actually serve as obstacles for Mm. people that are used to new, more modern uh, game design. I suppose then off the back of what you just said then, if I rephrase the question of this episode, would you replay Theme Hospital now that you have installed it from Good Old Games? Yes, I would. I definitely would. It's just whether I would recommend other people to. That's the... If you are in a similar position, if you're familiar with the ways things used to be, then maybe, maybe, yeah, I would recommend it to you. But 
for anyone coming to it new, go to go to Two Point Hospital instead. Yeah, I think I probably concur with that. I, I yeah. think this game is brilliant. I would recommend it, it wholeheartedly for a multitude of reasons. But mm. I do acknowledge that Two Point Hospital is probably nowadays the better version of Team Hospital. Yeah, it seems it feels a little bit sad to be to be saying it, that. It really does. Yeah, it feels like a classic has been superseded, but equally that's a, sort of a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I guess it we're we're it's an industry of progress. Yeah, because a lot of the time we talk about games, and you know the original was the best. I mean, Sonic's the one that springs to mind for me because it so often is. But that hasn't well, Sonic, it. Sonic one and two and three aren't the the best iterations of Sonic. Just to well, you were pull you up Mania on that, now, don't you? Sonic Mania is yeah. the best version of Sonic. But that is a whole other conversation that mm. we don't have time for in this no. episode. No. Also, all Sonic games are crap, um, uh. including Sonic Mania. But Sonic Mania is the best. So. It doesn't feel right to end on that, though. Um, theme Hospital's good. Two-point Hospital's good. Hospital management games, good. There should be more of them. I'd love to see other people's takes on hospital management. Well, maybe if uh, our listeners are aware of such a game, they should let us know through our social media outlets. Maybe. Um, what are they, actually? Our social media outlets? Yep. Them. Well, we are available on Instagram. We are available on Facebook and Twitter. And we're also available on YouTube doing a few different things, mostly zoo stuff on there right now. It might have changed by the time you listen to this. You never know. So, yeah, we, we're available on those. I, I was actually thinking uh, we could maybe approach uh, the creator of Tappy Toits and right. Mushroom uh, to, make a, to, to make his own take on hospital management simulation. I mean, I imagine those games are a lot more in-depth than Tappy Toits or Mushroom. Don't make his own. Don't make his excuses for him. All right, okay. Let's just ask him. Yeah. And then, and then he can say yes or he can say no. All right. The ball is in his court then. Firmly. Thank you for bringing this game, Chris. Uh, I have enjoyed it despite my difficulties, <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs>